0: we had ourselves a little idea as you know yeah we're going to go back to newton haven why for some unfinished business hey what's going on everybody i'm jay and this is the rewatch podcast i watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them. And sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas and this week we are finishing off the Cornetto Trilogy with The World's End. We're also going to talk a little bit about Scott Pilgrim vs. the World, Movie Monsters, What Makes Them Scary, The Uncanny Valley, and so much more. So without any further ado... Here is part two of the Cornetto Trilogy featuring my good pal Trey. I think The World's End really is a combination of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz. and I'm even going to throw Scott Pilgrim in there too mm-hmm. that came out before. That's also an Edgar Wright movie but didn't have Simon Begg or, cast, yeah. or uh, Nick Frost in it. Completely different people. But I feel like if you use like the action mm-hmm. that's going on in uh, Scott Pilgrim, and then you just give it to the guys in uh, The World's End and you add the other movies in. It's it's they all go together so well. Right. So it's sort of like a it is really like a culmination of everything that they had done to that point.
1: Scott Pilgrim's kind of the Tokyo Drift. Yeah. It's kind of in the same.
0: In a, in a trilogy that also fits, has nothing to do with it. It kind any of fits,
1: of the... but also it is completely separate. Yeah.
0: It's it's like the style of Scott Pilgrim is there very much in the world's end. Uh but in the world's fight scenes for sure. Yeah, uh, absolutely the fight scenes. Uh with some of the people. Not all of them, but it's funny the ones that like are so good at fighting and I
1: think they did that in Scott Pilgrim a lot too, where it was yeah, like
0: only certain people were they
1: all had different styles, so they, some mm-hmm. of them were really clunky and stuff, but
0: So the World's End it, it takes place uh where everybody's a little bit older and uh Simon Pegg plays Gary King in this one, Nick Frost is uh, his old friend Andy. And what I love about group,
1: it's a group of friends from high school. Yeah. They're older now. The beginning is Simon Pegg's character describing this awesome night it's they had. The best at night high that school. he's ever had. Going on a thing called the Golden Mile where they hit all the pubs in the town. It's like is you it, get 12 they... pints, 12 pubs, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, and, and he thinks it's the greatest thing ever still to this day. Right. It's, it's, everybody it's the best thing else that they've grown
0: ever done. Up. Everybody's grown up. He has not. not. He's been through his life. And he even says, like, Pretty painfully, later in yeah, the movie. They actually, like, like hit movie. you in the heart.
1: Of, they make you, like... First off, I don't like his character in this movie. Yeah. That's part of my reason why this is my least favorite. I think line.
0: he's purposely unlikable in this I one. think so,
1: too. But it doesn't make me like the movie anymore, <laughs> even knowing that. So, he's super unlikable because he's just that guy that still thinks doing this, like... Booze cruise through town is going to be the the best best thing to do. Yeah, which is fine. Like that's what is going to be your. But like nobody else wants to do it. Mm -mm. So he basically tricks all his friends into doing it again because they didn't finish it the first time. And that's kind of tricks every
0: single one of them. Yeah, you can tell in the beginning, uh, his life isn't great because he's at like a like a twelve step program type of thing. Yeah, yeah, he's in a meeting in the beginning, and
1: and that's where he's telling the story about how great this like night of drinking was. So like super best night of their life. Everybody else is just looking at him like he's an idiot, basically. And, I mean, I... He gets the bright idea to, to to do it again.
0: I always... I don't know why, but I've always been a sucker of, like, friends getting back together movies.
1: That's 100% what this is trying... Like, yeah, setting it, up to it, be. It
0: definitely is. And it's like, I... For some reason, I love reunion movies. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that, like, now that I've gotten older and I'm in my 40s, we don't see each other as much anymore, me and you even, or even our group of friends. Like, we're never always together at the same time. So, like... And I've always liked movies like that, even when I was younger. But now that I've like aged into them, yeah, I'm like, wow, that sh- is real. You're on the other like, side. Of yeah, it. I'm like, wow, this is really different. And I tend, to, I think, I tend to be the kind of person that I like things to say exactly the same. Not to the degree that Gary <laughs> King does. I have definitely grown up in certain ways. We all have, but he's the ultimate guy that doesn't want to grow up. He was the he was the guy that was the most
1: popular guy
0: in school, mm-hmm.
1: and that's what he
0: was or he thought he was for sure no i
1: think he was i think he legitimately was like the king of the he school. was the king which he always but said then he, that he just stayed that forever he yeah
0: never moved and everybody else seems the high to school quarterback that's a
1: letterman's jacket
0: in the friend group you've got simon pegg nick frost martin freeman's in the group this time Yep, he's actually in a much bigger role he plays oliver oh man because he had a <laughs>
1: number six on his head
0: also in the friend group uh patty considine from the last movie he plays steven and then uh Eddie Marson plays Peter, uh, the smaller, nerdier friend that they had. I I like that guy a lot.
1: I had a hard time believing he was the same age as the other ones.
0: That's always a problem in movies like this. There's always one or two people that are like, I don't think they're the same age. The other four
1: looked pretty close, but that one guy, he looked like he was 12 years older. Maybe he just lived a harder life after their attempt at the Golden Mile.
0: Seems like he had the calmest life out of everybody. Well, maybe
1: he had a real bad time and then he chilled out.
0: He still... Get, and is he? He's the one that uh one, works for his dad at the car dealership.
1: One of them has taken over his family's car dealership. Mm-hmm. One of them, Nick Frost's character, is like a super high corporate lawyer. Yeah, super. Like he's the exact opposite of his character in the other two movies.
0: Yeah, he's he the most put together, super person serious, ever.
1: super successful. Like
0: not no remotely nonsense interested whatsoever. in anything that Gary wants to do. Yeah.
1: And then, um, I can't remember what the other ones were accounting, like
0: all like, there's a construction worker and then, Oh,
1: he runs construct. Yeah. yeah. That guy, he runs like construction. <laughs> They're all like a super successful, like business people. Yeah, They, like, they have all
0: grown up and Gary and, like, done well, not. like very well career people. And he is, uh,
1: he's still wearing his same leather jacket and has the same car from high school.
0: Yep. Definitely dyes his hair black. Still, it, I hate it so much. Uh, it's so weird. I mean, it's so gross. he's the exact opposite of every character he's done prior to this. <laughs>
1: Him with black hair was, just... and you know
0: he just smells like cigarettes. The enti- like he just looks like he stinks
1: and shoe grease. Yes, is what I feel.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, but it's w- bad, but he <laughs> thinks this is gonna be great. And this I love when plan. he meets up with everybody and just lies to every one of them about how everybody else is gonna be involved.
1: Basically, the whole first part of the movie is him not listening, mm-hmm. and then just basically getting these guys to begrudgingly go on this manipulating them to do it yeah and then all of them know that he's kind of a piece of trash yep but they go along with it anyways Mm -hmm. because they think the other ones are going along with it and
0: everybody questions like even andy which is nick frost's character because there's definitely a big falling out that we don't know about in the beginning and uh eventually gary convinces them all to join him in their old hometown to do the cold mile again and every one of them are like what are we doing? Yeah, why no, why yeah. are we doing this? This is None so stupid. None of them stupid. really know why they're doing it, but they do anyways. Like, and I could, I, I don't know a thing that we would do this for, but I feel like, like me and you and like Toad and maybe a few other people would find something that we'd be like, yeah, let's do that. And then be like, why the f*** are we doing this? But I don't know what that would be. I don't but know But I could either. see us doing something like that where it's like, all right, one of us would be really excited. Probably me. Be like, Probably be excited about if doing we still something did that, like
1: like a thing like where like a new Star Wars movie came out like we're a gonna, midnight like, showing of something. something yeah
0: like why are we doing this yeah and
1: then we'd all be like this was dumb yeah <laughs> like if a, you like know if what a new Wolverine Origins came out
0: sort of like when we went to when we went to that Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot movie yeah and it was a much longer drive than I thought it was going to be yeah. and the movie wasn't even in a theater it was in like a banquet hall so it <laughs> sounded like. <laughs>
1: That was so weird.
0: The best part, though, was that Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes were there doing a Q&A, and that was awesome. Yeah, that was the best part. That was great, but it was like... It was that
1: a, was worth the whole trip. It was a really the long... The rest of it was kind of nonsense. It
0: was a really long night, and then when it got done, we still had like a three, four hour drive back home. Yeah. And I'm like, why do I always get us into... Like, I feel like I always... Because I always need a ride, so I'm like, I always convince people to do this stuff, and I'm like, this is, this is real stupid. <laughs> when they get back to their, their hometown, which reminded me a lot of the... The town a little bit in Hot Hot Fuzz. I was gonna ask you if you thought that the towns were all the same. They seemed extremely similar because even
1: the neighborhood. Because I know Shaun the Dead is supposed to be like in London. I'm assuming, mm. but the neighborhood like that they live in, it seemed like it was maybe that also that town like where they. Filmed oh, maybe
0: it. yeah. I didn't think about that, but yeah, I I thought for sure I thought Hot Fuzz and this and one. the World's End yeah, were very I thought similar. So too. And then especially when you get into. The sci-fi well, aspect of the movie. I can't
1: remember what the name of this town was, but the other one was Sanford. So I wonder if it's like the same. I wonder if it's literally the same and we just have are being dumb and haven't noticed.
0: I don't think it is because I don't think they ever have anything intentionally the same.
1: No, I know. But that doesn't mean they didn't name the towns the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? As a, like an Easter egg.
0: Uh, they are very, very similar. Yeah the layouts and everything. And then when you probably get to... literally
1: the town that Edgar writes from or something.
0: <laughs> and then when you find out that like a lot of the people, most of the people in the town have been taken over by alien robots.
1: Well, it... that's, that's not even first. first when they go, they go, that to, doesn't happen they go for to the a first, while. Yeah. They go to the first pub. It's so step birdie. Like, yeah. The first three pubs, they're all like, exactly. Every the same. single one is the exact same And It's just all because way they've everything's all, been the chain. Yeah, they talk it over because it's, like it's been taken over by bigger corporations, yeah. so they're all really sterilized
0: and, and Gary doesn't care because all he wants to do is talk the, about pint the, and get old to the days. next one. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't even really notice that everything's exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, half
1: of the other half of the group is like trying to like get out of it and go back to the hotel.
0: Um another recurring character in it is uh Sam, who's Oliver's sister, uh plays by Rosamund Pike. From Gone Girl, she's so terrifying in that, and then funny in this. But there's a a, a running thing where Gary likes her, and so does their other friend. Mm-hmm. And like Gary thinks that she's all about him. She clearly, clearly could not, not stand him at all. They hooked up other than in they hooked up in the toilets. Cool. Yeah, in the, the uh, first run when in they the first disabled tried to toilets, think. if I'm not mistaken,
1: yeah. they call them the disabled. Thing, yeah. for some reason, which I, I wonder if was they hilarious. still do or if that's phased out.
0: Now. I think they do. I think that is what what they're called because I've I've heard it in another british show before huh and uh yeah so they hooked up once there there's a funny part where they're like kind of when things start to happen uh with the town and gary <laughs> figuring out what's going on he's trying to explain it to her and he's like this isn't about hooking up in the toilets unless of course you want to and then we can totally do that first <laughs> like he's creep. Just such a despicable creepy character but then there's is there are those moments that are like the underlying trauma that he's clearly experienced right. and is trying to deal with like he's trying to explain to them Oh well, this is how you get through it. Totally ignoring the fact that he's going through everything right, right now and clearly having more than a midlife crisis.
1: So shenanigans happen at the first couple of bars, kind of normal friends type. He really movie. freaks
0: out when Andy gets water instead of uh, yeah the a one, beer.
1: Yeah, Nick Frost character doesn't drink anymore because clearly there was a well there, there they was got an in a accent, huge accident yeah. and he stopped drinking. So yeah, that really upsets. Simon it, it, put, it put a
0: wedge that apparently. Gary yeah, just doesn't pretends doesn't really exist. Yeah. So he's he's a little annoyed by that, and they they're just noticing that things are not quite the way that they that should is be. That's kind of
1: important that he isn't drinking though. Because yeah. It comes back up later. Yeah. So he's he's not Nick Frost character is not drinking. Everybody else is drinking. Simon Pegg's character is really drinking. Yes. So they really those on. those
0: meetings have paid off for him.
1: And they start to notice things are weird. Things are weird. Things are weirder. Weirder. Weirder.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then. Simon Pegg's character gets into a fight with some like little kid who's like the new cool kid yeah
0: like a teenager yeah
1: like it's basically him and but he's now... like I
0: was you and the guy's like just kind of ignores him like I don't really want to do with you 100% ignores him and he gets pissed yeah and they so kind they of fight, get into a fight and he
1: like basically blows this kid's head up on the toilet
0: yeah no- knocks, him, knocks the head clear off it's and... a robot head and they, and there's the way they blue blood get everywhere a more, more ink. ink I think is what they say well yeah. whatever well that's part of the joke too is they say blood and they're like that's eh, actually more of ink <laughs> And then they, they have a callback to the shot of the dead. You've got red on you. And they say, you've got blue on you. Yeah, that was good. I thought that was really good. Yeah. And, and then as it goes on, very quickly, like you find out what is actually happening. I love that they get in a fight. They beat up all those teenagers, mm-hmm. all the robot teenagers. They're all
1: covered in this blue ink. And then they try to act like nothing's happened. They try to pretend like they don't know what's going uh-huh. on. And they just go back to it, but they're like talk because they've been drinking. Mm-hmm. They're all talking; they're doing that thing very loud. They're talking super loud, so all the other people from the town know what that they know. Yeah, even though they're trying super hard to act like they don't, they're covered in blue. <laughs> and then they get you know as it progresses, then you find out there's townspeople that aren't
0: robots but are going along with it, so yeah. they don't get
1: turned into robots.
0: Mm-hmm. Like the guy that they used to buy weed from. Yeah, and and which, they basically ruin a thorium. Which I love. I love when they they see him. And Simon Pegg's like, we had a very uh, delicate, sophisticated uh, communication. uh, communication. He just goes up, knocks on the table, do you have drugs? Or something like that. (laughs) I'm like, oh, that's just, that's wonderful. And the guy's like, no, Gary, you can go. Like you need to get away from this. They situation. totally got that dude killed. Oh yeah, for sure.
1: Or did he come back at the end? Was he one of the ones still surviving? I know. I think they took him away. I don't
0: remember. I, Either I way, they took him away. They yeah. Basically got Even him killed. Even if he comes back at the end, he's probably a robot at that point. But, right. And there's this lie that Gary set up in the beginning to get Andy to go—that his mom died—and oh, then yeah. she calls when he's in the toilet. Mm-hmm. Andy sees it and gets really pissed, and then all of a sudden, there's the fight with the the other gang with the robots, and they see what's going on. And then when they get back to the table, and they're trying to figure it out, no one's talking to Nick Frost's Andy character, and you turn to him, and he takes every well, single shot. They
1: they plan, they're going to take shots, because yeah. of course you would. And then um, the plan is, okay, we get through the next pub, we yeah. get to the car, and we drive. You can drive because you haven't been drinking. Mm-hmm. And as they're saying that, they turn to him, and he's putting down every single shot. The sound back to back of
0: them, too, is <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's really like the loudest breathing things. noise too And they're just all like Okay Then that so, plans out <laughs> And then going back to bad plans From the first
0: movie uh-huh.
1: uh, Their plan is well, Let's just, we, we'll let's, just do the gold let's mile let be as normal yeah. as we possibly can Everyone knows we were here to do this uh-huh. Let's do it Because they've been telling literally, literally everybody Yeah because they've been super loud about it
0: And they're mad in the beginning so because the nobody dream- remembered them
1: Yeah their plan is to finish doing this huge Drink-a-thon.
0: and they're only at what four at this point? Or I don't know. I mean, I think the far enough along pub, that they yeah. they
1: all are drunk and think this is a great idea. Uh-huh. Obviously, it doesn't work. The very next bar, they get in another huge fight,
0: and then but then at, at that one, I believe With more
1: twins, recurring theme of twins.
0: Yeah, and then I believe in in that one in that next bar is where we meet, um where it's kind of like revealed to them like what's going on, yeah. and Pierce Brosnan's in it. He played one of their old teachers again, another James Bond, and again. He seems nice, but you're like, well, we know that you're not going to be a yeah. good guy. And he's kind of explaining to them, like, what's going on? Like, the alien showed up the very night that they did the Golden Mile. And they're not it's they're not bad. They're just trying to make a better world. Basically,
1: all our technology has come from these aliens that mm-hmm. have landed. And they've landed all over the world. And what they do is they replace certain people with replicas yeah. that have all their same memories, but are robots, basically. Yeah. And then
0: but they, they don't like to be called robots. No, they don't like
1: that. Um, but they don't get super mad about. it. They're just like, we're not robots. Yeah, they're yeah. Like pretty chill about it.
0: And I like how they're trying to come, like but drunkenly the whole, the trying to come up with a new is name. To
1: make Earth become part of their yeah galactic society.
0: Yeah, they're acting like it's not a big deal and yeah. it's not bad. Like, oh, but no, meanwhile, this like there's no free will or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And everybody just like as the movie just goes on, everybody just gets drunker. The more Nick Frost gets basically, drunk, basically it's the hilarious. more drunk
1: people our main characters get, the more everything escalates with fighting robots.
0: Yeah. The fights just get bigger and... There's a statue
1: in the middle of town that they thought was modern art at the beginning. Yeah, it that turns looks out like an the... an actual robot that's trying to kill them at the end. The
0: thing from Thor, the first one it that like, the thing. It does kind of look like that, but more angular. And it's just, it's kind of a, it's a fun, like, body snatcher movie. And, of course, the... Yeah, it turns into a friend's making up for... I yeah, and know, I really like Fallout that. Fallout at like... the
1: beginning into, like, a
0: full-on...
1: Us versus this town of a- alien androids movie, I think.
0: Yeah, and it's all of them, like, like, you... And it's funny, because you think, as the movie goes on, that Gary King would get better. No. He gets better to the point where he finally lets go of everything that he's been holding on to... And kind of admits what's been going on, that he tried to kill himself, and he got He a tries low. to get
1: through all the bars, even though they're fighting yeah. robots, by the way. Uh-huh. Even though it makes it be way more dangerous and, well, like, and there's the one less likely for them to survive.
0: There was there, the one pub where they, like, got kicked out of or something, and, or left early. Oh, yeah, he was still kicked out. And he, they had three, there's three, like, half-drink he drank uh, pints outside. out there, so he put them all together and then drank it, so that would count as one. <laughs> and they're all looking at him like, what the, why? Um and then yeah the fights get bigger one of the crew gets
1: replaced pretty early Martin on Martin Freeman he gets replaced by makes... one of the robots pretty quickly yeah as you know like if you're watching closely they go to all these bars and he's like all of them get more and more disheveled as they go and he just gets happier and he, Like, and he's just like clean <laughs> Like he looks the exact same uh-huh. all the
0: way through serial. So like, and he's like a happier person than he was before. Yeah, you
1: realize and he's like really encouraging of them keeping going and like, Yeah,
0: like no, we should just keep going. It's fine.
1: Yeah, no, we're doing great. Like it's fine. This is going to be no big deal. So you realize he's been replaced.
0: How the robots do do the switch is they get the DNA from them which they've had cuz they had the the fantasy girls they had in high school, mm-hmm. the marmalade sandwich. That's um, a funny joke. That uh, they've like have made out with them and so then they have ev- they literally have everybody's DNA. And also from the cups that they've been drinking out of. Yep. So they could make replicas of all of these guys. And we yeah, they get finally to the end. And we don't have everybody by the end. Uh, we lose Martin Freeman, which is fine because he's also been like – like He gets he happier.
1: snatched at like the third bar. so really, we Which I had think the is the guy. one
0: – he made it one bar further than he did yeah. when they were they in high school. Yeah, they all
1: make it farther than they did the first yeah. time. But.
0: And then Peter, the kind of weaker – guy who just thinks everything's hilarious by the time they get to the end yeah he ends up getting taken over after confronting his bully who's a robot and then i was bummed i mean that i was kind of sad you could t- yeah like there's moments that are like genuinely sad yeah, do a good and job like of making you like care the drama is very good in this one yeah and i i saw an uh interview with simon Pegg, and they were talking about it because it's been the 10 year anniversary of this one it just came out actually the day we're recording this it came out 10 years ago i think in the uk and canada and even on my uh, Facebook memories today, my status was, I'm so mad that The World's End isn't playing at the theater this weekend
1: <laughs> here in town. That's funny. I
0: think I ended up seeing it in Ames. And it was funny.
1: I didn't watch it until it came out. The
0: theater that I saw it in, we had to go through, like, a town. Or, like, not a town, but, like, a neighborhood that every house looked the same. It's <laughs> so, like, I felt like after I saw the movie, I was like, oh, oh. that's creepy. <laughs> like, I went through <laughs> a right. fake place to get to this movie. Um and by the time they get to the world's end, uh, you still have obviously you still have uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost and they finally hash out all their of their big problems.
1: The confrontation.
0: And then you get uh, the the construction guy. I Worked can't think of their his issues, sort of name is, but he still lasts until the end. You think he gets killed, uh, but he doesn't. It's he kinda oh, seems yeah, like the yeah. guy that gets taken out of the window in Shaun of the Dead of almost a similar thing with the car, like it's attacked by all the robots and right. stuff, but um he actually makes it Steven, that's right. Yeah, that's his character's name. And they all end up at the end, the world's end. Which, Which when is they the go name to of the get, pub. Yeah, when they go to they get the to the pub. beer, all of a sudden it, like, makes this trap door – not trap door, but, like, an elevator thing go down.
1: Yeah, it's the, like, like, alien
0: – Ship, like, basically, right? Or, like, their headquarters? Headquarters, yeah. Yeah, and you, you just see all right. the replicas of every. Yeah, the whole town is replicas. Yeah.
1: So, like, their plan is, like, oh, we just replicate a couple people, uh, and it's they help everybody almost else. Almost like, everyone. Yeah, it's literally the entire <laughs> town. Except for three people, the guy, the conspiracy theory guy, yeah. that won't touch anything so that they can't get his DNA.
0: He uses a, he a silly use straw, straw every time. Yeah,
1: and then um, God, who else was it? It was maybe it was a couple other funny people. Like, yeah, and then was, but literally, it was only three out of the whole town were not replicas.
0: And then Bill Nye is the voice of the main the alien. alien. Yeah, to, yeah, and he explains it to him. But
1: Sean, Sean, I keep saying that. <laughs>
0: He's just Sean from now Yeah,
1: Simon Pegg's character just won't have it. Like, like he he's just it. still that guy where he argues
0: like, it to the point where he's always right. It's like, yeah, the ongoing
1: no running joke is that you can't argue with him.
0: Yeah, which I've literally said that to Toad so many times. Yeah,
1: but he. Uh, so he basically. Argues with, uh, or talks back, or just won't have. Yeah, what this alien is trying to like sell him. And to Nick the Frost point is just they... following
0: him to the point. Yeah, like it, exactly like he adds in the other movies. <laughs> like the, they finally become like the, the, the aliens duo.
1: just give up and are yeah like, fine. Screw they even say you.
0: F- it like <laughs> F- it fine.
1: But then because they leave, we lose all of our technology. Yeah, we lose or, basically because apparently everything. It was all from the aliens,
0: and it's become and then it's like
1: post-apocalyptic.
0: Uh huh. No and, technology. World. Like if it would have ended with everything ending the way that it was with like. They're looking at, like, the giant hole where the town used to be, and, like, things are on fire, and it would have just ended there.
1: Because it'll call back to the beginning when they were on the hill yeah. after they drank when they were in high school.
0: Mm-hmm. Is they they finished the Gold yeah, finish Mile. Yeah, finished blown up the town. I feel like if it would have been credits there, I still would think that was my— And the reason I think I, I thought it was my favorite is because I— like I said, I loved, like, the reunion aspect, and I loved—the the drama parts were done so well, I thought, in that yeah, movie. Yeah, they
1: did do that good.
0: And it, it was just so well-balanced with the comedy and—
1: The relationship, <laughs> like, between all the characters were, it was done really well. Yeah, and it
0: felt like genuine friendship, and, like, it all felt very real. And especially, like, the going back to the town and right. all that stuff. It just seemed like it fit. But then, like, they they do this thing where Simon Pegg, or not Simon Pegg, but Nick Frost, it kind of narrates this ending montage. Yeah, and all of, of
1: a sudden, he's the narrator at the end. And
0: where I, they all are, and, and where Gary ends up is he has all of his old friends as the replicas. <laughs> and, high school versions. Yeah, the high school versions. Because he doesn't want to be them anymore. He's grown up finally, and he isn't the same guy, kind of. He shaves now, at least. <laughs> and uh, he drinks water. He doesn't drink. But he goes around with these guys and, I guess, fight. The people that don't like replicas is that kind yeah of...
1: i don't know i didn't really get it and i'm the like i really don't weird. like the ending and yeah the one girl the one guy who liked the sister mm-hmm. of the other character ends up with her yeah they end up like, together with a dirt farm
0: yeah they have like the most normal of the so weird relationships at the end
1: and then uh nick frost character i don't need, he was narrating but he was like just living with his family or uh-huh. something he got back together with his wife because yeah because they, they were part. they were, were split up they were yeah separated or something mm-hmm. so they got back together he was telling his family, and then yeah, then
0: and you see like Martin Freeman's character with like a ball on his head, like yeah, he's got like a soccer ball sewn to he's, the top of his head, and he's trying to live his life like replicas like, are still there, and because
1: they have the same memories,
0: uh huh. But it, it's just I, I yeah, didn't the whole like end was part.
1: I didn't like the end at all. I think
0: the end doesn't ruin the movie because I really enjoy the movie a lot. I Little think it's bit really good. Ruins the movie. Yeah, this time it it bothered me to the point where I'm like, yeah, this isn't my favorite one anymore. I just
1: didn't. I was like, what are we doing?
0: Well, and and Simon Pegg, with the reason he said that it it's his favorite, he goes, well, it gets darker than like thematically, it gets darker than our other movies, and I, he goes, I don't think a lot of people were expecting the like the like real emotion that we were adding to this one. Yeah, he goes, I really really like that a lot, but yeah, when I got done watching him, I watched him uh, every day. Uh, it was like a Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and. By the time I got done, I was like, you know what? I think Shaun of the Dead is the best one. I think Hot Fuzz is the funniest one. And I really like this one because it seems like all of them kind of... I thought it was like a good finale other than I didn't like the ending. Yeah, The World's End I I really enjoy for the most part. But then that ending is just so... eh.
1: Yeah, I'm not a big fan of The World's End. I've seen the other two like thousands of times. But The World's End I watched twice.
0: And like I said, The World's End is the first one that I just liked right off the bat and even even uh which we talked about a little bit scott pilgrim that was another one like i thought eh, it's okay and i and then, then i watch it and the more i watch it the more i like it
1: speak it's so weird that we're doing this now too because like once we decided to watch these movies and then talk about them mm-hmm. like the next day they started announcing all the new spot uh, scott pilgrim animated yeah the, stuff. with all so the, the, all the cast. Same people are like in it yeah, yeah.
0: it's so weird yeah, because we talked about doing this for a little bit, we had to figure out the right. The right like, yeah, we had to watch them all again. All of a
1: sudden, Edgar writes like all over my timeline on everything, <laughs> yeah. with the Scott Pilgrim stuff.
0: Everybody's listening. I know. Everybody can hear it on the phones. Um, Super weird. But it's a, it's. I think it's the best trilogy, non-trilogy uh, out there. Like, it's got so much stuff that connects them. For but they're all movies that you could watch. One hundred percent by themselves, and it oh was... yeah,
1: like you don't have to watch any of them together at all. But it is but if fun you do to watch, watch them all together. Th- yeah, if you watch them, but if you've seen all of them, they're really fun. Mm-hmm. Some of the like, well, like they got the Cornetto thing. Yeah, and the first one, he goes when he goes to the store every morning. That's what he picks up for his yep. friend. In the last one, you see a Cornetto wrapper right at the end in Hot Fuzz. Because they're so bored being cops that don't have anything to do, they just go to the shop all the time and that, and they're just buying ice cream all day long. Yep. So it's like. They got that. They got the jumping over fences runner through that all three.
0: Might work and might not work. Yeah. One of them's th- always going to fall.
1: Yeah. One of them's going through the fence. Mm-hmm. So there's that in all three, which that's the part where I was like, I wonder if this is literally the same neighborhood where they film Because they... Those fences are all like almost exactly the same. <laughs> like, I'm sure they can just go to like wherever they film that and yeah. film that part. But I don't know. I got the vibe that they were like, All like in the same area, even though they're completely different stories.
0: They're three very good movies that I have enjoyed more every single time I've watched them.
1: Yeah, they are those. I watch them over and over.
0: And it's funny too when I think about watching them, I do think of it literally as like a TV series or an actual trilogy where I'm like, well, maybe I should start with Sean. And but it's stupid because you can hundred percent watch them in order. Yeah, so I
1: I watch Sean Hot Fuzz. World
0: well, because I think there's a progression in all of them. I mean, I think... I suppose, like... They do, and I think they've got very similar themes. Like, friendship's clearly one of them. I mean, even... We didn't even really mention this, but, like... Ed, Nick Frost's character in Shaun of the Dead, does get eaten by zombies. He's turned into But zombies. then because he doesn't want to let go of everything as, like, in Grow Up, uh, Shaun keeps him in the shed. To play or, like, to play games, games And he's still trying to bite him. But he's got him on, like, <laughs> a chain. Like, a dog. Like, he's basically just his big, dumb dog. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love that. I just, I love those two together. And I liked by the end of the world's end, he's the drunk idiot again. Like he always was in the other movies. And, um, I like that Gary King still really didn't learn anything by the he's end. learned
1: zero lessons whatsoever.
0: He might've at the end, but I don't really like that last five minutes. So it doesn't even really count. I don't even
1: think that. Cause then he just goes back to, he just like kind of gets what he wants and just go, gets to be cool yeah, just guy hang out with it. the,
0: the younger like versions of friends, himself. Yeah. yeah. Even himself.
1: No, he it killed his younger self, remember? He said, he's in it, though, one at the kid. end. There's only one, Gary
0: Yeah, he does that, but then I think he puts him back together. Oh, I don't maybe. think you see that because I think he's part of the group. Oh, I don't but know. But I remember the first time he sees himself as the younger version, like, I was cute. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. But I feel like there's all there's just, this, is this theme of like growing up as well, too. Yeah. Especially with his characters or growing down as it is in Hot Fuzz. But all three enjoyable. I, 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 even after I got done watching him, I was like, I kind of want to watch these again. Like yeah. right away. Especially Hot Fuzz because I feel like that's one that I haven't seen as much. Because like around Halloween, I will throw on Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, a lot. Watch it with the other zombie movies. Shaun of the Dead is one of those that I uh, have as my proof of the idea that I like zombies funny as opposed oh, to like yeah. just scary and monsters. Right. Like that's one of my favorites. And then um, my boyfriend's back. Have you ever seen that? No. It's a silly zombie movie that came out. Around the time that the Buffy the Vampire Slayer movie came out, yeah, got a lot of the same people in it, Gotcha. hilarious and weird and stupid, but it's, gr- it's a fun zombie movie, but mm-hmm. it doesn't touch Shaun of the Dead. I'm kind of
1: burnt out on zombies right now.
0: Oh, why? Because there's been 50 billion seasons of Walking e- Dead plus yep. uh, spinoffs uh, 8 million that zombies. no one really asked for. There's yeah. even more coming out sooner, like they just started, right?
1: Yeah, i am kind of been, I've kind of like, other than, because I watch Shaun of the Dead all the time. I'm getting back to what we're talking about, mm. but yeah, I'm basically out on all other zombie-related yeah. media right now. And
0: there's there's ones that I like. It's just, you know, it was so, it was out there for, it was like when Twilight hit, and then there was a bunch of zo- a bunch of vampire things. and
1: so you know the really bad part with that with me? I don't know if you remember, but that summer, I decided to watch every vampire movie I could find, yeah. even if they were terrible. Uh-huh. And then that came out, and then it was like... Everybody else in the world was doing zombies, or vampires Yeah, you were also, just a little
0: too... I was already burnt out. <laughs> and, I, and I sort of did that with werewolf movies, because I love yeah, werewolf yeah. movies. And so, like, you were the vampire, I was the werewolf, and then, like, Twilight came out and ruined everything. I
1: watched so many bad vampire movies.
0: There's terrible vampire movies so out there. Many. And there's... re. I think there's more terrible werewolf movies. Because if the werewolf looks bad, it yeah. ruins the whole movie.
1: If the vampire looks bad... Then you're really like, what are you doing?
0: Do you like the vampire where they're altered, or where they look normal? They just have fangs.
1: Normal, they have fangs. It's my favorite. It's like the Buffy. Because then, I, the... yeah, I feel like it's more uh, scarier. Like, yeah. you don't know they're a vampire. Mm-hmm. You
0: know
1: what I mean? Because like, if you can see, it's clearly a monster. Yeah, it's no fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think part of vampires' scariness is that they're like they can deceive you.
0: Right. Well, it's like when. Uh... Uh, when they made the reboot of Child's Play, and you look at that child, that Chucky doll, it's like, well, that looks like a scary thing. Why? Who would want to buy that to begin with? Right. Or like uh, It, in the It remake, the clown already looks terrifying, and in the first movie, it's just Tim Curry being creepy, being a clown, and but it looks like a normal clown.
1: Right. Yeah, <laughs> I think things that are like not supposed to be scary, but then are,
0: well, even are the, scarier. Even the doll based on Annabelle was like um, Annie Adam. yeah it was yeah. A rag- Raggedy Ann doll Yep like and, just a normal doll. And then they made doll. it look like uh Lady Elaine from uh <laughs> Mr. Rogers and it's like that's already scary who wants that <laughs> thing Lady Clearly Elaine. that's possessed
1: What was the um the recent movie where it was like an android best friend girl And uh,
0: then she like
1: turned out she was like evil cuz like she was overprotective of her kid or whatever and was just like murdering people
0: Oh Megan
1: Megan yes. yeah Yeah See, I thought that was creepy. It was just like, oh, that's yeah. supposed to be like, that's supposed to be like your friend and be cute. And like, and, but then it's like, did, did you actually, actually watch think Megan? about it? No. Just like from the commercial, I was like, see, yeah, that's a terrifying concept. Uh-huh. Like that thing's supposed to help you, but then it's just trying to murder you.
0: Yeah. I will say it doesn't really matter if you watch the PG-13 one plus or the, the R.
1: Plus little just kids being creepy is creepy.
0: Yeah. And it's a weird, it's one of those weird, like, it's it, it's one of those weird things where it's like, she looks real, but then doesn't look real. Yeah, And you're just staring what at it that? like, what's happening? There's the Uncanny a... Valley? Yes. Yeah, with the eyes. It's where it's like, it seems lifelike, but your brain's like, it's not. Yeah. Don't trust I it. Just,
1: I literally just looked up a whole... Yeah. I got down a rabbit hole of looking up like about that. Well,
0: and I was just explaining that to somebody because I was talking about... What's it we're... called again? Uncanny uncanny Valley. Yeah. Uncanny Valley. It's where if
1: something looks human, but... Isn't. Isn't like something's off and like, like we and our brain, picks your brain up. Like, like really freaks out about it. That's why like CG like characters
0: are always something. like it can be close cuz I was talking about Indiana Jones with somebody cuz oh. did you see the new Indiana Jones? No, not yet. So well, it comes out digitally this week. I think I'm still going to get it. Like I thought it was okay. I liked it about as much as I liked the last one, which I don't hate. Yeah. But there's a whole like first 15 minutes of younger Indiana, Indiana Jones and they Even show the, some of it in the trailer. The face swap stuff or what? Yeah, and like there's moments where it looks amazing and looks great but then once he starts talking it's missing like his facial performance kind of as indiana jones yeah yeah. the mouth just misses being right and the eyes are just not there's just no life there and it's weird because it seems like a really fun indiana jones movie that i want to watch just like it it's sort of like rogue one where like the one guy's in it like the the dead guy that's been dead for oh uh, 40 some years peter cushing yes And, like, I didn't mind that character being there. But every once in a while, it's like, ugh, no, I don't know if this is a good idea.
1: Yeah, see, that one didn't really bother me. I didn't notice it with him. I haven't noticed it in any of the Star Wars stuff, actually, to be honest. They've done a better job of it somehow.
0: I kind of hope they don't do it a ton. And when they do, they, like, limit it.
1: Yeah, they shouldn't. I think that's what they've done, is they haven't done it. Mm -hmm. They don't have, like, long scenes with those.
0: No, you know what I mean. Like, like Luke Skywalker them. was real quick. Yeah, they they get like in or and, you and didn't out of see him.
1: Yeah, when like they did Princess Leia in Rogue One.
0: And the thing there is, like, when they did do that, when they made that part, she hadn't died yet, so it was like she was totally cool with it, right? And I thought that was fine, and but now now it is getting to that whole AI discussion of like people striking because of it, yeah. and like, yeah, well, they're you just a whole gonna other use them. There. Yeah, it's just oh, it can look so good at times, and then other times like, oh no, it just it just turned. Things know. just turned bad.
1: I thought when Skynet happened, it would be like in Terminator, not like just for movies.
0: Yeah, now it's, they're going to take over. It's about to be Rise of the Machines, everybody, which takes us right back to the movies we were watching. <laughs> Ba-boom! Earth has grown smaller yet greater as connectivity has grown. This is our doing, and it is just the beginning. Oh, f*** off, you big lamp! The Rewatch Podcast is an Alpha Media production.
1: Now, you might think Gary's a bit of a c- and, and and he is a bit of a hmm? but he's my Oh, thanks, man.